Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Psychic Wave Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Sanishin. And uh, just like last time, I'm going to make this intro very quick because my throat is still giving me problems. Ever since my allergic reaction, uh, my throat has been kind of fucked up. So there's that. On the podcast today, I have a good friend of mine, Mike Maldonado. He is the bassist for one of my favorite bands, Iris. And uh, we get to talking. We did a live stream. Uh, This is a new thing, if you haven't heard yet. Every podcast I do is now live streamed on YouTube, so you can watch us have our conversation live. And then uh, immediately after we're done, it's uploaded to YouTube and saved there, so you can watch it anytime. Um, But also... I will be uploading everything to Apple Podcasts and Stitcher just like usual. I'm working out a few kinks. Um, We finally got the audio pretty damn good. This was uh, a few podcasts ago. Um, So this is when I first fixed the stereo mono issue I was having. We had a a bitrate problem or a buffering issue for about 20 seconds and then we fixed it. So bear with me on that one. We figured it out really quick. Hell yeah. Uh, But Mike and I, we talk about our AOL instant messenger names back when uh, that was how you flirted with chicks, you know what I'm saying, (laughs) back in the day. And uh, we also talk about living in a van together for three weeks. That was an adventure, uh, one I'll never forget. Also talk about the no ring, no rules wrestling at the hi-hat in LA that we went to, and holy shit, was that a lot of fun. We talk about a lot more as well, um, as you can imagine. He's a good buddy of mine, and uh, I am very thankful to have him on the podcast yet again. It was a good one. If you want to support the podcast, you can do so and get something back in return. Hey, hell yeah. If you go to our website, www.thepsychicwave.com, you can purchase a Psychic Wave t-shirt. Each one is hand-printed by myself Right here at our office in Fullerton, we do screen printing for bands and venues and stuff like that. So you can get a Psychic Wave t-shirt online at thepsychicwave.com. It helps support the podcast, and uh, you get something back in return, which is pretty nice. So yeah, do that if you like. And uh, here is my podcast with my good friend, Mike Maldonado. Hey, Mike. Hello. We're live. We're here. How weird is that? It's pretty cool. I'm excited. I'm still like never completely sure I'm live, but yeah, we that, are. A little bit of doubt. A little bit. So what I'm going to do here is first cheers you. Yeah, sorry. And then I'm going to look myself up on the interwebs and make sure we're actually live. Cool. Because I still don't believe it. Cheers. cheers. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. Mm. I think Makers is probably my favorite, like, non-expensive bourbon whiskey. It's like a, it's a middle one. You yeah. know what I mean? I definitely don't hate it. Um, I mean that in the nicest way. So I agree with you. 
<laughs> All right, yeah, we're up. Cool. And I looked uh, using incognito, so as if uh, a random person was looking us up, we're there. Cool. And yeah, the URL URL is in uh, my bio. Anyway, nice. What's up, man? I saw you last time at the show I threw, but you were not feeling so hot. Yeah, got it. <laughs> you know, fell under the weather. It happens, man. I'm surprised that like the fact that we're always at bars and always going out and always eating like shit that we don't get sick more often. Yeah, that's what I was telling you earlier. I rarely get sick, so I'm surprised too. <laughs> I think that like the junk food and the dirt under my nails like just builds up my immune si- yeah. uh, my immune system, oh, and totally. uh, I'm just I got a thick one. Yeah. Every now and then, you just gotta go outside and roll around in some trash. <laughs> It'll be just that fine. Bacteria. Oh man! Well. <laughs> This is weird. No, this is, it's a little weird, <laughs> but it's cool. I'm here for it. Is it weird that you can see yourself? Cause I can't try really, not to look over there. I can't really see that. No, you want a, me to hide it? No, it's not, it's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm still getting used to the live streaming thing, but we fixed the, um, the audio panning left and right. Right on. And, uh, I'm able to put some gate and limiter and EQ on this. So it sounds really good now. I mean, I'm assuming it does. I checked it like 30 minutes ago and it sounded pretty good. Nice. And I didn't change anything. So still probably sounds all right. Right on. Good job. <laughs> Thanks. I mean, this is the third one. Hey, third time. You know what they say. Come on. Third time's a charm. Hell yeah. And uh, it's nice that a good friend's here. Yeah, man. To do this. Happy to be here. I'm wondering how bad of an idea this Maker's Mark is because it's one of those things where. I feel like it's going to slip and like just all of a sudden hit me. Well, you did a a real good thing here with these fancy glasses instead of like shot glasses. Oh, yeah. Because now we're like more inclined to sip as we speak. And I think that's going to help. Yeah. It's funny. Like I always appreciate it when people bring any form of alcohol, like, you know, beers. But when people bring like a bottle... I'm like, oh shit. It's dangerous. Cause I know I'm gonna drink it. And with a group it's easy too. Yeah. Kid chocolate, they're still the ones. They just they fucking get uh, me. I uh, that fucking first video is a classic. The promo <laughs> that you did for it where like the, the circus music comes in and it's like oh, yeah. slow mo pouring the shot. <laughs> Dude, he kept he kept fucking pouring it. Ozzy, they're real yeah. alcoholics, those guys. I, mean, I, I appreciate mean, it. It is what it is, you, you know. know. Connoisseur of alcohol. Yeah. It's fine, but it gets me. And, uh, you know, especially at the beginning of when I was doing this podcast, like meeting these new bands, I felt more inclined to like, you know. Just go with it. Just go with it. Yeah. Drink drink as much as they're drinking. And luckily I can drink a lot, but there's some people like, we'll finish here and we were drinking a lot here and then they'll stay here till like 2 a.m. And I'm like, dude, I want to go to Just fucking holding sleep. Just on for dear life. Yeah, like, how do you kick someone out when they're drunk? Uh, you, you can't. Can, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's that's not true. responsible. That's very true. So I'm like sitting here and sobering up. And as I sober up, I'm getting tired. Mm-hmm. And then their jokes are less funny. <laughs> like, I'm just getting annoyed. It starts getting all serious. Nobody has any money for pizza. Uh, <laughs> We're just the all worst. Like eating our fingernails. 
trying to stay up. <laughs> just going to AMPM, eating the condiments, the free condiments. There you know, you I've become much more relaxed with uh, the things I thought I would never do once I went on tour with you. <laughs> Is that right? Because it was like... Like what? Just gas station food in general. Mm. Or like, I don't know, even having like a cup of noodle and walking into... Remember that really fucking weird uh, gas station we went to where it was like late at night and it was that one guy there and we just kept walking in one after another to fill up our cup of noodles with like the hot water from the coffee machine and he was just like a weirdo and it was the middle of nowhere. It felt like we were in the mountains. Uh, I'm trying to think. We were driving through somewhere like really mountainy and then it was on the way back. I was. I thought you were talking about the one in Marfa. That that guy was nice. That guy, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That so guy was at nice. At first, I thought, but you thought that guy wanted you. I'm pretty sure he did. I think <laughs> what he did wanted he say all to of you? us. Well, it's just the way he was looking at me, and just the way he referred to you guys. He's like, "Oh, your uh, your little boys came in here earlier <laughs> asking for this, boys. like something like that." You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, he was a nice, super nice guy. I would have given him a chance. <laughs> like, convert me, man. Fuck it. If you're a nice guy. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Show me but, what you got. Man, but to have that guy like I was kind of I was worried that um he was gonna give us issues because Marfa was so cold. Oh, it was so cold. And we wake up in the morning after sleeping in the van and like the last thing I wanted was this guy to just be a fucking cunt about us getting hot water. It's so cold. Like mm-hmm. I just wanted this hot water. And he was so nice. But I feel like we lucked out a lot on tour. With gas stations? With just people being really fucking nice to us. That's true. We didn't really have to deal with a lot of uh, jerks or any naysayers. No jabronis. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, I just got to be uh, grateful of that. That's for sure. <laughs> Some nice people. Do you think it helped that like we said we were from California? Or do you think... Some people thought that was dumb. I've always kind of, I don't know. I think I'm convinced it's a 50-50. The way like people think about know. California? Yeah, because like, I think on one hand, they are like excited to see someone from California or talk to someone, interact with someone. Yeah, depends on who it is. Just look at you, you know what I mean? How, yeah. look, at how you, look at how you look. And We're then there's so tan. Like other people who <laughs> see all that and they just don't like it at all. Yeah. You know, the all black they're very, thing. They're very in their way and they're proud of where they're from. So they're like, oh, you're just an outsider from that. Yeah. Especially you know, the small what towns. What LA is and California and all that. You you just seemed probably like the cliche band wearing all black. I love it, dude. That van of just all black clad <laughs> fucking kids, long hair. Did, did you did you name the van? I forget. I think we, uh, oh shit. We uh, took, we might have taken a poll. You hear that static? Yeah. What the fuck is that, bitch? Hello, hello, hello. Hold on, let me try something here. This is what it is, boys. Fuck. It's just a mic. I truthfully don't know what it is. All right. Is that... Nope, we're getting... Sorry, guys, if you're watching. Hold up. Bear with us.
check, check, check. Check, check, check. I think check. it's a latency problem. Hold on. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, that's better. Hey. Okay. Hey. Cool. Nice. Uh, sorry. I think I had too low of a bit rate or some shit. Nice. I mean, All right. Not nice. Sorry, guys. And we're back. We're trying. As long as we don't go... I mean, what? That was like 10 seconds of bullshit? Yeah. All right. Fine. Pretty good. Fuck. I need somebody to... Uh, I need a Jamie. Guy? Yeah, a I need a I need a sound guy. Oh yeah. I'm serious. Like I, my little brother, uh, he's he's looking for jobs right now, and he was helping me figure some some of this stuff out the other day. And uh, I told him I was like, dude, if I ever actually make any money from like actually being a live mm-hmm. podcast, for sure, like hire him. Y- yeah, you you got a job because he's like, he's a nerd. He's a cool nerd, but he's a nerd. That's good. And. uh He's all about it. I mean, he's all about, like, fame. Like, I don't think it was even the opportunity. Chasing that gold star. Yeah. It was more like, he's just always starstruck off of these people. And I don't know. It's not even a big thing, like, right now, what I'm doing. But he, he, he's just a different generation, man. He's, like, so into these dudes that are big youtubers like he loves that guy you ever hear of pewdiepie no pewdiepie's i'm not familiar with these online talents he's like a i think he has the biggest subscriptions of anybody on youtube but he like makes become pretty nuts yeah he makes like a video a day but he used to make like three videos a day and he's like it's a funny account but how do you make three fucking videos a day like 10 minute videos that's all they do i'm sure like beginning of day to night like editing and recording i'm sure that's all they do but how do you like get to that point because you wouldn't be able to have a job true and you're not famous yet how do you like Mm, i can't tell you man i couldn't do it (laughs) i don't even have a computer i'm (laughs) (laughs) well we all have like computers in our phones now which is nice true but still it's it's not the same you can't like edit in the same way yeah I'm still pretty like, well, I want it to be a little old school, you know? Oh, you want to kind of detach a little bit from yeah. all this I just, stuff? It's nice to go on like an old fucking fat desktop oh, computer yeah. and like print something all easy by just hitting print and like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't up, know. Open up Word or Paint and just do draw <laughs> some stuff, spray paint some stuff. Just pass the time, Do man. the squiggly thing and then fill in the little squares with colors. And Do you ever do that? Do the squiggly. Oh, yeah, yeah, so you yeah. Like, like the you draw the lines. You draw, it, draw it all crazy. And yeah. Then you get the paint filling and you like fill in certain things and it'll like catch the stuff you did. Yeah. I took a. Um, I miss those days. AIM, AOL, and oh, Messenger. What was yours? Uh, it was Mr. Mojo Rising with X's in between. Oh, yeah. You got to put the X's, dude. That's yeah. how you knew you were like. And then hardcore. some people thought I was like straight edge because nah. there was three X's. So stone. And I was like, nah, dude, I just needed to. <laughs> Fill up some space. I could, there was a million other Mr. Mojo Risons. Yeah. And I carried that over to my Instagram. But I upped it a little. Mojo Chief Mojo Risen. Yeah. Mr. Mojo Risen. My first one ever, which I had like changed, was uh, XX DeadWeb57XX. DeadWeb. What's that? No idea. It just sounded cool. And then later some dark on. dark Spider-Man comic? Yeah. And then later on, I changed it to 
I N the number two skating into skating. Hey, that's sick. I was so surprised nobody had that. And I was like, what the that's fuck? That's cool. So that was mine. Everybody, like, all right, maybe not everybody was jealous of it, but I was like, no, that's a cool fuck one. You, dude. Into skating. And then I hated, like, my friends would be like, ice skating. <laughs> I'm like, doesn't no, even dude. Make sense. I don't even have a leotard. Fuck it. Ice skating is cool, too. <laughs> it's all right. Remember we watched too cold. that, uh, Itanya movie on tour. Yeah, I was not digging that movie. That dude. movie is so good, but it's so sad. No, dude. To me, that movie is about a girl who has legit talent, who not only makes bad decisions, but is a spoiled brat. That's <sighs> that's what, that what makes mo- it so good. Because she's got a talent, it's okay. No, no, that no, no. She's not that it's okay. Brat. It's just it's like you don't see that all the time. Somebody you don't <laughs> people well, who are I mean, talented that are brats. Uh, in the olympics in the olympics in the times that whole story to me is just like i don't know it's just interesting like it doesn't make it doesn't seem real well you guys remember you know what i mean like you how you remembered some of it right a little more a little more i'm not like clear as day but how old were you i I can't even tell you what what did that take place i forget probably like yeah 90 i don't even remember old enough to see some stuff and um no, I'm not I do remember like it happening, yeah, and, like the hearing of it and whatnot. I think I was just but being to me, it was made. Just like, oh, whatever. Yeah, but I don't know. I get, I get what you're saying, but still made for a good movie. It's like there was a lot of crazy. I mean, yeah, that time was just weird. It's like uh, Tanya Harding, uh, Kurt Cobain, his death, uh, um, the fucking football player murderer guy. OJ. OJ. Like, that was all early 90s. I don't know, man. I think that was, like, the the height of, like, pe- shit happening times. on the news. It's like... I don't know. I think people just didn't... It, seems like a, it just seems like a movie. Like, like, like a, it's, a, it's just a long Tarantino film. <laughs> <laughs> He's just been working us all. It's just... I don't know. Watch like in like another 10 years, he's going to finally make the ending. It was me all along. He's God. He's just like (laughs) fucking with our shit. That's why everything's so violent. Uh (laughs) It's all just satire on other bullshit. I I don't know. I, when I, you ever watch those, uh, I think CNN did it, but they have like the decades, the like documentaries where it's like the seventies, the eighties, the nineties. I saw that on Netflix recently. Yeah. It's actually really good. I didn't watch it, but I heard it was really good. They do like one ep, one whole episode. It's like 45 minutes to an hour. It's like about music and movies. And then the next one's about like politics and the next one's about like technology or whatever was like happening. They like really get into it. I watched the one about the nineties last because I think that was released last. And which chapter? The music? All of it. I watched watched the whole thing. And I was just like, damn, dude, I was born in a fucked up time. And then I, you know, I had watched all of them and then I thought about it later. I was like, every time is just fucked up. Every single, every single time. Yeah. (laughs) In its own way. I think the 90s were weird though because like, I think it was unique that the cartoons that kids were watching were kind of super fucked up and dark. But the cartoons that you watched in the 80s and the 70s were like happy-go-lucky cartoons. And in the 90s, all of a sudden, you started to have these cartoons like Ren and Stimpy and, uh, I don't know, just more fucked up cartoons. And I, I genuinely think that that 
shaped like our humor and how we love dark like I know comedy. what you mean. There's a lot of uh stuff in those old cartoons that were just so subtly like put in there for adults and like some of them just try to get by or not even like just get away with it if they could kind of thing. Yeah. You know how like you see kids now at restaurants and every kid has like an iPhone so that they won't mm-hmm. be like having a screaming fit and their yeah. parents can actually enjoy their dinner. So I don't that's so bad. I had a Game Boy, but I wasn't allowed to bring my Game Boy like to the dinner table. I wasn't yeah. allowed to like do that stuff. But you were like appreciative of that Game Boy and like Dude. You like when you had a chance to play it. Yeah. You did everything you could you had to do so you so you can play it. Yeah. You know what I mean? my mom was like empty the dishwasher and then you can play your game boy and i'd be like oh shit nowadays it's like if you take this thing away from they start screaming that's the tantrum so now you just gotta have it in their face it's it's kind of sad my niece and nephew like they they love it too you know they're on youtube they're watching their little shows or doing the stuff and i don't know dude i they're not terrible with it but it's still and they're different they're into these guys like jake paul and uh just these horrible fucking dudes that prey on little kids. Like, uh, they're like they'll buy stuff from these guys from mm. their parents' phones because everybody's phones now connected to a bank account and shit. Yeah, and they're watching these guys do these shitty, like weird videos. Uh, Jake Paul or Logan Paul, one of them's the guy, they're brothers, but one of them's the dude that like had that video on YouTube where he went to the Japanese yeah, suicide I'm forest. I'm not a fan of that guy. Yeah, or and whoever. um. His brother is. I was babysitting my little cousin who's nine. And they, all the little neighborhood kids were like, oh shit, you've got like 2,000 followers. Like whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And to me, I'm like, dude, that means nothing. Yeah. And they're like, can you follow me? So I followed my little cousins and their friends' yeah. uh, YouTube channels. Three days later, I'm in the back of the office here in the garage like in the morning and I see a new upload from my little cousin. And so I go on there and this, I'm going to reenact what, what he's doing. So the video starts and he's like, Hey guys, um, I just want you to know, like, if you follow my account right now, I'll, I'll pick, um, like a winner. And then he goes into his closet and he goes, and you can get, you can have this t-shirt and you just have to subscribe and you can have this t-shirt um, and then you can come pick it up and my address is blah, 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 blah. Oh, no. And I immediately get on the phone with my grandma because she usually watches them like during the day when their parents are at work. And I'm like, this kid just posted his address online and said he's going to give away free shit. Oh, no. Like, and I, I could just like, I know he was just picking up on the scripting yeah. that like these other big YouTubers do and freaks me out, man. Freaks me out. Yeah. No bueno. And I, I talked to him about it, and like, I, I don't know. I think he gets it, but yeah, I he think probably does it. It's like, it's like the new norm. Yeah. So off, and like these kids are so just oblivious to, the, like you said, the dangers they can put themselves in by wanting to just follow what's popular online. And this, I, think, I mean, we know, we all know the story. You know, yeah. you, you get so influenced and. You follow what you see. You you, you know you you do whatever. You, uh, it, yeah, I think the bad. thing is though, like all bad. because they're so young, nothing bad has ever happened to them, and nothing bad has happened to their friends yet. So when you tell them these stories, like oh, you know somebody's gonna come and take you, it's just the same as like a boogeyman story. They're like, 
yeah, but it's not going to happen to me. And so they don't give a shit. And then the possibility of them becoming famous is so enticing to them. They're yeah. like, I'll risk it for the biscuit. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> seriously, I, the I don't I don't know. I, I don't think he got it. I don't think he understood. How, how old is he? He's nine, I think. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I guess that's a pretty, that's a good, an age where that might just go past you. I I don't know, man. I I was I think I was a better kid when I was younger. Like I'm more reckless now. But like when nah, I don't know. I just know like when my parents said shit like that, I believed it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not gonna talk to that weird guy that lives in the apartment next to us. And if he starts talking to me, I'm gonna run home. And I would. But uh, I don't know. Have you seen that that video that they did where I think it's super fucked up, but these parents, along with this other big YouTuber, like made a fake account. The parents are in on it and they have got like a 14 to 16 year old daughter. They they make a fake account and then pretend to be this 20 year old guy who's a photographer. Mm -hmm. And he's like, hey, like we should meet up. You're so beautiful. Like I'll take pictures of you. And they get him like a lot of subscribers on there that like paid for it or whatever. And the parents are in on it. And the dad is literally texting his daughter pretending to be somebody else. And then the daughter like goes and is going to meet up with this guy. Oh, man. And the dad gets out of the van and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? It's so crazy. But it's like, you just were a predator on your daughter. Yeah. Do you not realize that that's going to fuck her up mentally? Yeah. She's going to be in therapy for years. Like, it's, it's sad, man. My dad was texting me like flirty shit. Trying to set me up, it was weird. I mean, I get the, I get what they're trying to do, but they're trying to get views. It was a shitty talk, video. Just talk to your, talk to your kids, man. I don't I, have kids. I don't have kids. If I had kids, I'd talk. Let me to talk them. to your kids. Okay, let me talk to your kids. Here's my number. Did just have meet me in the park yeah. after midnight. Sorry, right, dude. Oh no. But there's, there's, there are weirdos out there. But I don't think making. I just think that they're, especially that video. That daughter's. I mean, they do that kind of stuff all the now. time, where they like have like the fake ice cream man come up to like kids outside and like, "Hey, get in my ice cream van!" And like the parents are watching on closed circuit cameras. Yeah, the kids get in the ice cream truck because it's like an ice cream truck, and then like at that point, if it was real, they could be kidnapped. I know that they're like they do that with little up. kids. It's messed up. I've yeah. I've seen them do it with like little little kids, but when you're fourteen to sixteen years old. And this video now has millions of views on YouTube. This little girl yeah, cannot pretty, uh, ever live it down. She's going to fucking hate her parents. Yeah. If she gets nuts. past this, she's like much more strong mentally than I was at 16. But that would fuck yeah, me up. That's good. That's a good point. That's like that Truman Show shit. Like uh, you think Truman that everything's like set up. Sometimes I still think about it. <laughs> the Truman Show? Yeah. Well, uh, I think that it's all set up, but I know it's not. I've had that feeling too. I have that like, feeling when I get on planes, but it's in a, it's like more of like a make believe, not make believe, but I don't know. I, I have a lot of deja vu. Yeah. Like a lot. And I'll, and this sounds weird, but because it kind of sounds like it's a counter counterpoint. But anyways, I'll have the same thing like very vividly happen multiple times. Mm-hmm. And some will say, oh, well, that's just like repetition. Like you're seeing the same thing all the time. And I'm like, no, no, right. no, no, no. no. These are like thoughts I'm having at the same exact moment. 
where it's not something common. It's just that one thing. But right, like you regardless actually, of that, I have a lot of deja vu. Me too. And I have a lot of um, I've had a lot of vivid dreams that almost like come close to like reality, like in the near future. Yeah. And that's scared me before. And that's happened when I was really young. So I don't know. I've I, had stuff like that happen and the logical part of me doesn't like to believe it or talk about mm-hmm. it. But I also don't know how to... The mind's weird. I think we like like can trick ourselves into feeling like we remember something differently too. And I don't know. It's just... I, I, Maybe I feel I like there's no about it. I feel like there's no like scientific way to talk about it though. And I don't I don't like sounding like I believe in like weird like mystical stuff cuz then t- at a certain point that sounds crazy to me. Yeah, definitely. But there's I'll say that there's things that I can't explain and so I just kind of go on with my that's day. That's why yeah, that's why I kind of go with it sometimes is that there's a lot I can't explain or that I know is still left to uh, our imagination. Yeah. But, hey, I'm not going to doubt everything. <laughs> no, I just, you got to be I careful. I like to believe. I like you, to believe. I like to believe too, In but a lot of things. I like to not, I like to not get taken for a ride like or obsess, like seem gullible or just like, yeah. you know, if somebody tells you, on the street that like they know what's going to happen in your future you're like sick dude (laughs) like i don't yeah all right cool and then when you hear somebody say that they have like premonitions which i feel like certain people feel like they do like i feel like i have but i'm not like a couple people boasting about it you know i think they do and if it's like so what if what so what if you do my premonitions are never anything crazy like oh, dude, you got to stop because somebody's going to bomb the blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It's always just like, you're, you're going to see some weird dude on an intersection like get hit by a car. <laughs> and it's Jeez. like, you can't ever stop it. It's like, yeah. What, what, is it, what does it matter if it's real? I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's, I think it's the same reason that like, I don't like listening to people that are super stoned talk to each other. <laughs> like last night I went to go see um, a comedy show, Melissa Villasenor at the Bray Improv. She's on SNL right now okay. and she's, she was fucking hilarious, but Tess got me tickets and we got really good seats, like pretty close ish to the stage. And, and there was like nobody in front of our row, row for like three or four feet. So we had some room, but they sit you across from each other and then the two people that were sitting next to us, as soon as they sat down, were just stunk of pot. Oh, no. And like, I don't care if you smoke pot, like that's cool. But he was like putting up his dreads. He's a white <laughs> dude putting up his dreads and shit. And he just smells Those so strong pot. Dreads. Yeah. Oh, and uh, he immediately turns to me and he's all, "Well, guess we're sitting next to each other, huh?" And I'm like, I guess we are. There you go. My name's Jason, dude. Jason. And he like, you know, he shakes. And his other friend is kind of looking at him like all stoned, like, dude, don't make this weird. (laughs) 
and uh he's probably all paranoid he kind of he seemed like he was and then we got to talking and he was starting to talk about like shrooms and stuff and i started putting my glass like really far away from him <laughs> he's all sprinkling that shroom dust <laughs> maybe but yeah we got we got talking and he was just so dumb uh, he couldn't like form sentences really he like actually started to say a funny story and we were all listening and then he's all hmm and we're all like, are you going to finish it? And he's like, finish what? Oh, Tells no. us later they both took 300 milligram edibles as well as taking bong hits in the car. And I could just feel them getting higher and higher next to me to the point where it made me uncomfortable. Yeah. Anyway, they didn't laugh the whole time at the comedy show. And I think they were honestly too stoned to like process a joke. Because sometimes they'd go, hmm. <laughs> But like everybody else was cracking up. I don't know, man. Uh, they they were probably true. Yeah. They got too high. They weren't feeling comfortable. That's not that's not fun. No, they like babysat their beers for like the whole show because they just had this horrible cotton mouth. They started trying to like whisper to each other like things, but they were being super loud. What, what was he fucking saying? Oh yeah, he, that's how I knew they they took the edible. Like the guy was like he was whispering. He like looked left and right. I think it just hit me. And the other guy goes, dude, I think it just hit me too. And then I go, you guys take some edibles? And they're all, because oh. they like, you know? yeah, like they thought like I had supersonic hearing or some shit. And I don't know, man, I can't talk to people. I can't listen to high stories I anymore. It. I get it. Like, school thing. Like, yeah. I don't want to hear the story about how you were high. And then like, right when you said this, it happened. It's like, I don't care. Uh, I don't know. You don't want to listen to my high stories. I got some good ones. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Do you actually have good ones? I feel like everybody thinks they've got good high stories, yeah, but they don't. Not. It's like so we were walking through this uh, creek, <laughs> and then we saw some and we, rope swing. Yeah, and we kept hearing this noise, and we we're like, "What the fuck is that?" And we were tripping out, dude. We were tripping out. Turns out, it was just like bugs. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like you know the fact that we were out in nature and like things move out there oh man it was it was just you know mother earth <laughs> there was one time though <laughs> where i was super stoned at a fire pit at the beach and to me that was like the most relaxed and uncomfortable high i've ever had okay because it was like you couldn't see anything but your friends around the fire and the fire's making their faces dance and all this shit mm -hmm. and i could hear the ocean like in the dark but you couldn't see it and it was like really nice but it felt like we were like back in like prehistoric times because you just there was nothing but the fire and it was cool but it wasn't i get it it's it was cool, all in my it's head like a little uncomfortable yeah it was like oh this is kind of eerie anyway so iris is back in it you guys got your first show tomorrow uh, of the new year first show of 2019 tomorrow How, have you guys been practicing did yeah, you practice today nice did you uh, take a like a holiday hiatus totally yeah. after tour and uh after tour we had that show and we had a few practices after that, we were working on some new material that we're going to, I think, hopefully try and add 
to the new album. So it's like not necessarily prolonging it even more, but right. No, it's it's a process. You know, just trying to stay you know on top of things, and uh, we definitely took a break, which was good and needed for everyone personally and all. I think tours but, hard, um, man. I yeah. had no idea it was going to be that hard. Like I was just, I knew it would be hard, but I was thinking like we'd just be on this high the whole time. Mm-hmm. And the truth is I was for a lot of it. Yeah. But it, tour takes so much out of you that even though you're on that high, all you want to do is like do nothing. Mm-hmm. You just want to do nothing, but you don't have that option. The only time you do nothing is when you get to a venue early and you're standing around and then that doing nothing isn't even relaxing. It's just like... You have to exist in a spot for two hours. Yeah, There's a lot of in-between stuff that you got to deal with that takes a toll on you. I feel like from California to, to New York, whew, that, was a, that was a nice ride, baby. That was sick. You know why? It's because it was nonstop. Like every day. Yeah. It was a different city. We were like, we were just on it. Like, yeah. What was you it? Know, it was, you guys played it was like the nine long, or like eleven the days night, in we a row. The, we were doing the through the night drives and like, yeah, we did. I think was it eight? I think eight shows. Oh, okay, eight days back to back with no stops for the first for that first little leg. So every day was new and exciting. Yeah. So and like you it was like you'd get there. You there wasn't that much time to wait. That's I think what killed us in the end. Is that first I thought oh yeah the down the downtime the days off are going to be like good because you know it's we're not gonna so relax crazy. but no but then it's like we no, were all no. broke it's so like <laughs> fucking just it's a drag like oh what do we do yeah but like, but i think too like on the way to new york we had stuff to talk about mm-hmm. and then by the time we got to new york you would be next to somebody and you'd be like i don't know what to say to you anymore because <laughs> yeah, like dude. we've talked about every subject yeah we've been in a van for 16 hours like yeah, there's nothing just, left to talk about just talk about uh oh, remember seeing that guy earlier like, yeah. yeah totally <laughs> yeah uh but it's funny because you can i love everybody points it out to me no, I, i'm so excited that you guys brought me on tour because mm-hmm. that was like an experience i'll never forget but Everybody tells me, they're like, dude, those videos were so fucking great. Uh-uh. And I'm like, oh, like, we, I thought they were good. But every person that has Hell come yeah. on the podcast has been like, those videos, dude, that was cracking me up. Hell yeah. And they always mention Philadelphia because that's the one where it's like, uh, I'm doing the voiceover and it's like, oh, Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. We've been driving for 16 hours straight. Like, I think that's the moment I died a little inside. Yeah. But it's funny that... I didn't even do that little... That's when you just did it yourself. I was like, in the back fu- of the van. You were like, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to do it. I got so tired of making those videos too. Yeah. Like, having to upload video every day. Like, it seems yeah. like a simple job, but it was tiring. I mean, we got a, you got a good chunk, a good block of... Oh, I think... Of, uh, you know, footy. I think it was real. Like yeah, we definitely. we got moments like that were so intensely fun mm-hmm. and so wild and so stupid, but it was honest and like mm-hmm. that's what I wanted to get out of being on tour is have these moments with people like cooking chili in a alley behind a venue because you know you're trying just to save does. some money, dude. Yeah, just and does. it's not weird. We it got, was we have, we have the ways to do it, so it might as well. I love how the, the those dudes were looking at us so funny too. Like, oh, 
Make, make some chili over here, huh? Oh, yeah, the dude's from the other band. Yeah, the tall guy. Yeah, he. I, I didn't like him at first. And then I same. I heard him play music, and I was like, he's at least a good musician. He just had a certain attitude about him where he was like... He was hot shit. I'm the hot... Yeah, I'm hot shit. Like, this is everything I have going for me. Not everybody and can be tall, and you guys dude. are over here uh, cooking, cooking chili. chili on your tour. He probably yeah. felt like really above It was us like he was like that that giving you the like, slight pat on the back. Yeah, good job. Good yeah. job. Oh, were you guys from again? Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I got I got a house out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't really like him, but he could play but their guitar. Band, their band was cool. Yeah, I liked their bassist a lot. Yeah, he was doing a lot of like. He was all. Yeah, he was James all browned out too. He was doing his little dance moves. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, hundred percent. I just think that. Uh, or are we going for round two? On I think this? I'm gonna get a beer. All right, pass me one if you don't mind. Thank you. Just because I don't want to get too crazy yet. Don't want to get early. too crazy yet. <laughs> Still early. Oh, What's man. up, world? <laughs> I've always wanted to do. say. I've always wanted to say this. Hold on. What's good, YouTube? Hey, YouTube. What's up? Hey, Money Mike, right here, aka Psycho Mike, coming at you from the six two six Covina. Ain't nobody meaner. My boy <laughs> DJ, my boy DJ Druzy, right here on the on the Dude, on the turntable. That's a throwback. And uh, that's all I got to say. We out. <laughs> no, we're not out. <laughs> we're still going. Don't log off. Oh, yeah. Just um, kidding. I think it's, I always picture like, now that things are going, like I've got the live stream, I figured it out I, a little bit. I, now I, okay, I don't want to cut you off, but I like it. Yes, earlier, how am I feeling? I'm, now I'm like in the zone. Yeah, because you got to like do your shout yeah, out. I did my shout out. I acknowledged the, the uh, public. We had some whiskey. We got some whiskey. Yeah, cool. Yeah, we're in it now. It the, takes a little bit. You, this is all on you, man. <laughs> Cheers to you. Cheers. I'll I'll get that beer in a second, but I need to finish this. But um, what was I gonna say? Oh, now that things are like rolling again, because there was a time where I had a camera stolen. I was mm. having issues. The Shit. input thing that Nani gave me just finally went out because it's like twenty years old. Things were just not going my way towards the end of last year. Now it's live streaming. Things are going. And I picture like it moving forward, of course, and having people like bring up shit like that I don't know that they know about me, mm. like uh, DJ Druzy, <laughs> like those songs are so bad. Like my electronic music oh, phase. I want to hear them. I'll show them to you one day when I'm super drunk. <laughs> but this guy, like uh, uh, Twanner. He came on here and he Yeah, he's cool. He has listened to every Bundy podcast and every Psychic Wave podcast. Excuse me, holy shit. So like I'd be I still need to post that podcast by the way, I have it saved, but I'd be in a conversation with him and bring up a story and he'd be like, Yeah, I know. And <laughs> and then he'd be like, Oh, dude, no, go ahead and tell it yeah. like for continuity. But That's so funny. he's like, No, I I know. And I'm like, This is so fucking weird. <laughs> like it was cool but it was it was weird somebody other than like me you know what i mean yeah it's more personal where it's like yeah yeah some of these things we've actually yeah done together you know <laughs> yeah but like yeah i've i've also listened to every bundy podcast and every psychic wave podcast well, yeah it's like when nani tells me that he knows the story already it's like oh well we're we've hung out like yeah. outside of just you know doing this shit so it makes sense mm. but I've never met, I had never met Twanner. And uh, although I appreciate somebody listening to every podcast, it's like, 
it's weird to wrap my head around that. Like people actually have heard hours and hours. Like he's heard 94 hours of my voice, which is strange. Well, it's cool because you're, in a way you're letting them in, you know what I mean? That's why I like it. I like the honesty of it. It's like weird, it. but it's like cool, you know? Everybody can have their own TV show now. It's weird. No, seriously. <clears throat> like in the past, I always wanted to like have a good skill or uh, just be good at something. And I know how to keep conversations going now. I, if I if I don't do a podcast for a while, like it'll be harder to keep a conversation going. But when I do like three in a week or two in a week, I become a host. I can actually engage and try to do something cool. So I, I think I'm better at it now. But when I was a kid, I just wanted to be good at something. And there's guys like you who have this fucking rockin' band. And although I would love to be mus- a musician like that, I haven't put in the hours that you guys have, but I can talk to people that I admire that I think are doing cool shit. And in some way that makes my dreams come true in a roundabout way. I'm having intimate conversations with these people that I truly respect, like their skills and how much time they put into their craft. And I can be a part of it without, you know, actually doing any of it. Well, I mean, it's this this is your chance to put in your hours, you know what I mean? You're essentially you're giving back to the community in your own way. So I mean not it, every we, not every band tells everybody they meet like their whole story like right off the bat, you know true. what I mean? So it's cool that like you're allowing people to do that. Uh, that's what I like uh, out of it. I mean it's yeah. for me like I actually want to hear these stories. I don't it would I would be lying if I said I'm doing this for other people. Like said it many times, but and you know more than anyone probably. You were like podcast number three. I started doing that podcast because my life was fucking falling apart. Like I was losing my apartment. I was just drinking beer all day, sitting on my ass doing nothing. My relationships were falling apart. And I was like, what do I love? I love music. And I've got this recording equipment. Uh, podcasts are cool. Why don't I just do that? It was literally just to not fucking like drive myself nuts. Mm-hmm. So I'd be lying if I like said that this was to give back to a community. If it does that, that's great. <laughs> but dude, honestly, to just be sitting here with a friend of mine drinking beers at an office and just hang out, that's all I'm really doing it for. Yeah. I mean, there's a point to it. Like I can sell t-shirts and kind of brand myself and do that thing. But it's mostly just because it's fun. I didn't picture myself to be podcasting or live streaming a year ago. Like I thought my life was just going to be done basically. <laughs> like it was well, it's cool. You found something. Yeah. You but found it. it kind of fell in your lap, but yeah, you took control of it. You better, you made it better. You, you know, you worked out all the kinks and now you're putting your time and your hours in. What I can say, so you know, it, what I will take credit for is that I've seen other people do this as well. And I'm not talking about Nani. Nani runs a tight ship. He has a cool fucking podcast. 
but I've seen <clears throat> people besides Nani and me start podcasts and do these things and they don't try to make it better. They use shitty mics. They don't soundproof the room. They don't talk to cool people. They're just like not trying to make it better. And so that I can say I'm proud of. I'm proud that I'm always trying to push it forward. Yeah, and you have totally, but I appreciate it, but I, I did not do this to give back to anybody. You know what I mean? Like, you it just kind of happened. You did. You don't think you did. I mean, think about it, man. There's a reason I was... There's a reason I was there so early on. It's because you went to that show. You know, we all know. You went to that show. Sunflower Bean. You saw Iris. us. I-R-I-S and from there, at that time. you were able to build a really... Like, a, start a friendship... You know, it's funny just starting as a fan, yeah, and it ultimately led you, or once in that time in your life that was going on. So you started the podcast, you met us, you invited me on, yeah. So that I think right there was giving back because you thought this is a guy I saw that I respected, mm-hmm. or a band I saw that I respected. So let me invite this bass player over, and let's give him some time to talk. Yeah, we'll have we'll share a few drinks and whatnot. <laughs> a few, a few drinks and a few pizzas, and we you know, we oh, went such, hard that, that day. Such a good time. That I think that kind of solidified what our relationship was going to be. It was going to be drinking beers, talking, and, and eating. eating food. <laughs> Just eating, dude. <laughs> but yeah, I appreciate. It. I get what you're saying. But I yeah, get what you're so saying. you you don't you didn't think or you don't know you are, but you were, you were giving back, and from that point on you made it a point to like better your craft and like do that. So yeah, that's my, that's my two cents, man. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, talking about food. So I went to, um, the mall with my brother to go get his iPhone battery replaced. Cause it was like draining too quickly or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it, it was him and his friend, Tom, his, uh, buddy who came over here from Vietnam and, I'm texting or I'm posting something on Instagram and I get a message from Alec Narlord and he goes, dude, I'm working right now. Come see me. And I'm like, here? And he's like, yeah, I work, I work at the mall. I'm like, oh shit, I had no idea. So I go up to him. We're like, what's up? And I saw that the day before he had posted, because the day before was Christmas and he posted a Buffalo Wild Wings gift card. And I was like, when you get off, dude? <laughs> and he's like, like an hour, I'm like, want to go get some wings? We go get some wings, yeah. and my brother's friend Tom, he's he's the funniest fucking dude. I love that guy because his his English is good, but he's mm. got that heavy Vietnamese accent. But he's always trying to like one up people. Oh no! But in a cute way, like not in a mean way. Yeah. Like we ordered just our wings, what we wanted, and he goes, "I'll get the hottest wings," and the lady's like, "The blazing wings." And he's like, mm-hmm. "I'll get that." He gets it, and it's, and it's like ghost pepper sauce or whatever. So now, I mean, I'm not going to be a little bitch. Like, we all got to try it, right? Oh, man. And we all try it. Alec and I take it at the same time. It's like I'm talking about hard drugs. We take it at the same time. <laughs> and a minute goes by, nothing. Two minutes go by. You know, it's already swallowed. We already ate it. And nothing. Oh. We almost forget about it. All of a sudden, it's like... We just getting hotter and hotter, oh, and it's no. like an edibles tour. Like it does not stop, and we're like wondering when's it gonna like settle. 
we finished a pitcher of beer so fast because we were just trying to like quench our thirst, but that's the hottest shit I've had ever. And uh, it, it was man. so hot, it was like doing a line of Coke. It made my, my, my nose vibrate. It literally so made my, my face like vibrate. Uh, it was kind of fun. I've heard that's what it does. It's like a trip. I kind of liked it, but it made me feel like it was a high. It was a high. It was so hot. It made me rethink myself because I always was like, I could do hot ones. I'd like to do hot ones. Uh, and then I've I rethought, always wanted to do that. Yeah, but like. But I don't think I could. The thing that you, if I'm on camera, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. That's Even if point. I look like a sweaty dog, but. Oh, I'd be sweating bullets. The thing that I, I realized after eating that one wing was that the buildup and eating spice and eating like 10 wings with the spice getting more and more hot at the end you're just like not feeling good i bet you don't feel good no and it's not just that each one's hot separately it's your that whole build up to it that's now in your stomach <sighs> just lit a fire yeah i don't know uh, did you see so we're gonna get some wings after this is out <laughs> i would love to dude <laughs> anyway that's what our friendship is drinking wings. talking and eaten wings oh, yeah. specifically seems to be our thing though that was it's... the last meal we had the last day of tour oh that was so, that was good. so good you remember how those and girls they were like classic too oh like, they were just like here's some one. classic drenched in buffalo sauce wings like we got 12 of those six yeah. for me six for you and, and then we got those two little or isn't it called bulgogi or no oh, you're right it, it wasn't me. a bond me no it wasn't nope. a bond me you're right it was something else bulgogi no like it might have been little i was like a vietnamese taco it's something like that yeah there you go yeah yeah and uh anyway but yeah that should be so good that hard. it just sounded funny when you said <laughs> bulgogi but uh, i mean it was that was really it was a good, good. meal yeah. and remember how those we, we were so fucking tired but mm. those girls came up to us and they were like semi attractive they weren't like ugly and they were nice but they came up to us as soon as the food came out and they're like hey that smells good and we're both like yeah <laughs> give a fuck we're about not them. gonna give these chicks any we didn't of give our a fuck fucking about that, food dude. they're like, all trying to chat it up we're like mm-hmm. they're like that smells good we're Can like get some more ranch yeah <laughs> Just, <laughs> i we like turn our backs to them yeah. like i could tell they wanted to they like, cool. have a bite of, yeah but yeah. they wanted to steal some of those they wings some wings they, out of here <laughs> we know you're not in it for the goods like oh that's so funny but yeah they were they were trying to chat us up <laughs> and get some goods. wings fuck that dude that's so i don't think you can do can can we do that as a guy can we like weasel ourselves in to get like food? food or stuff out of people like a girl's we can't walk up to a girl at a bar and she's gonna give us some of her wings even <laughs> I mean, if that's bold <laughs> yeah even if i lay on the charm hardcore it's not gonna happen most i, I just think most people in general don't like giving random food away <laughs> especially to randoms they yeah. won't give it to their best friend it's like i don't like it when my brother asks yeah, if you exactly. can have a bite i'm like it's like no i'm not gonna give you my food but what is it about being on tour where like you and i were just down to split everything it's just money dude <laughs> yeah it was, hey, it let's was just hard split this. let's just split this tour costs a lot more than i thought same <laughs> and i got lucky <laughs> i had more money on that tour than i thought i was gonna have and that still wasn't enough. It's a trip. See, I could have been smarter, but fuck it, dude. I was having fun. There's a there was there's a way to do it. I think that would having fun. If we got 
it's hard. There's a way to do it. And that was your first cross country tour. Mm-hmm. The next time you guys it's do it. It's a long it, time to budget for. Yeah. But next time you guys do it, you're going to know. And it's yeah. going to be even better. Definitely. And uh, I don't know, man. To, to uh, suck your dick for a minute here. <laughs> I saw you guys open for Sunflower Bean. And I've said this story a thousand times. I love Sunflower, Sunflower Bean. I had no idea who you guys were. You guys start playing. You're opening. And I'm like, the fuck? This band is good. This band is tight. I like this band's sound. I hadn't heard anything like it. You know, we get you guys beers after. We're like, dude, that was amazing. I told you that whole thing where I'm like, I went to come see this band mm-hmm. and you blew me out of the water. That's trippy to me. A year later, I'm going on a cross-country tour with you guys. It like, that was like jizzing in your pants daily. Like just waking up, it was like, oh shit, it's real. <laughs> like it was so fun for me because oh, that's funny. I don't know it. It meant a lot to me. Like when you text me, I was in the garage and you were like, hey, would you be down to go on tour to New York with us? And I was like, yes. <laughs> like, yeah, duh. And you were like, you want me to give you some time to like move some things around? I was like, no, nah, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll just do it. Yeah, because like the dates weren't for sure. And you're no. like, no, nah, it's cool, dude. I don't care. <laughs> I can take up as much time as I need. That's what I do have that. I'm I'm lucky to have that, but. I just knew that I would forever hate myself if, didn't if I do didn't it. do it. And I would look back and be like, why? Why did I not do that? I know it's a common quote, but that quote where it's like, don't regret, regret the things you did. R- regret. Why can't I say regret right now? Blah. Don't no, regret. No regrets. <laughs> regrets. No regrets. Don't regret the things you did regret the things you did not do yeah and it's like okay that's true but not only are inspirational quotes fucking stupid um you should regret like if you murdered someone yeah. <laughs> like there are things you should regret yeah it's stupid ah uh, i you know what i hate the most my mother bless her soul i thought you were just gonna say my mother i was like <laughs> fuck dude <laughs> No, yeah. no, no, no. My mother, bless her She's soul, nice. has a legit live, laugh, love like thing hanging in her kitchen. And to her defense, somebody She's such a gentle gifted soul. that to her. But but she's going to rock it. I mean, she's down for that slogan, like live, laugh, love. Mm-hmm. Like, I, yet no shit. Who wouldn't want to live and laugh and love? But whew, that's like the cliche, cliche of all cliches. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Are you, look my mom is, is. young I, it is this is why i'm so hard on her it's not like she's some old lady like knitting like <laughs> things and like her bones are breaking whenever she like takes silverware out of the cabinet she is young she's early 40s and i'm like mom that fucking live laugh love thing is just a little bit much you know what she says to me She's like, you fucking take it down then. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, shit. I'm too lazy. I'm not gonna get a ladder and <laughs> get <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm not gonna repatch those work. holes and then paint that. I'm not gonna take a chip out and match the paint and then go over it. Like, that's just too much. <laughs> what do you think I am? So just live, laugh, love then. <clears throat> Dude, you scared the shit out of me with that picture you posted 
where you're like on that high ass ladder. Oh, dude, I was so high. <laughs> it was scary, but also part of me wanted to be there and like kick that ladder out. <laughs> <laughs> Just to see me fall and break my leg. <laughs> Not like, you know, no. Nah. If you'd, if I, I thought about falling so many times while I was up there. What were you doing? Were you, were you, I was painting, yeah. The, you, so, so you like, had to like go up so to So we were able to get to like the very, t- like close to the edge with the roller. Mm-hmm. But because it's so high, we're using like an extended roller. Right. In order to paint the edge of the ceiling line and whatever. Like you <laughs> yeah. had to do that by hand. Right. So that's what I did. I got up on the ladder. Oh, yeah. With yeah. like a little you had to get the paint corner. bucket. And I had to get the whole edge essentially like. Dude, I hate hand. that. Because when I'm on a ladder and I'm looking up and I'm painting a line and I'm being really like careful mm-hmm. and then I look down and I dip and then I look back up, yeah. I get dizzy and I'm like, oh, yeah, because you don't, a lot of times I just wouldn't, I have my headphones in, uh-huh. I have my music going because I like to do that when I paint and you're so focused on it and then you start to reach and next thing you know, you're like, mm, I can't reach That's anymore. a little bit too far. And yeah. That's sketch. And that's, that's so you'd have, you'd have to go all the way down, move the ladder, and then... Every, like, yeah, every so often. Fuck that, dude. Fuck it. It's money, it's but... It's money. It's scary, dude. Yeah. You posted that, and I, like, got sick. I was like, <laughs> Ugh. Like, I pictured myself up there, and I was that was not good. I just, I just like, try not to think about it. <laughs> well, anyway. People are pretty uh, sold on the fact that I like your band, which... Guys, I went on a cross-country tour with these guys, and uh, I still like them. <laughs> like, and tour is hard. After all that. And I still like them. Not only do well, I like them. I appreciate them, it, man. I do love them. But uh, we didn't really get into your show tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, the date of the show is tomorrow, the 12th. <laughs> yeah. Just in case you guys weren't sure what day tomorrow was. And uh, it's at the American Barbershop in Echo Park off Sunset. Uh, close to the Echo. It's free. All ages starts at eight o'clock. There's limited space, so if you can get there early, um, I mean, if not, you can just stand outside. It's gonna be rocking. There's five really dope bands. Ramonda Hammers playing after us. Um, I might as well shout out shout out everyone else. Melted Bodies, Holy Cuts, Speed of Light. Really hope I'm not forgetting anyone else. And, sounds uh, right. Yeah, it sounds like everyone. all of it. Yeah, and uh, hosted by uh, the homie Brian and his little uh, group he's got going on, and the satellite is presenting it as well. Beer tasting, some food. I think is going to be there. Just come. It's going to be fun. It's so it's presented by the satellite. Yeah. So the satellite. Um, they also do booking for other places. She's working with, uh, so I think it, it's Mackie from uh, the girl who's booked us at the satellite. Oh, okay, so she's working with Brian. Cool. And I want, I just, I want to say this right. I'm pretty sure it's the the six six sixties. Okay. It's funny it's a, name. It's yeah. the and then six 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 zero s. So I think it's six six sixties. Okay. Not like six hundred and sixty sixties. All right. So yeah. that's that's they're putting it on. Great people. Mm-hmm. A lot of good bands. Uh, yeah, just come out if you can. It's our first show of the year. It's so. gonna be awesome. 
we were happy to play. We all just had our instruments set up. I saw that, dude. Oh, it's I such finally a finally played my bass today. Yeah, I've been like wanting to play, but I've been waiting for practice. Cause yeah, it's, it's in this, it's at the rehearsal space, and just instantly, like it just felt like a new, just like it just felt brand new in my hands. Like it's the like sound, everything was so good. It's like when you don't masturbate for a long time. <laughs> And then you get that, you wait a while just so it's like, you wait. <laughs> it's just good again. Because you know, when you do it daily, you just load up. it's just like, oh, you know, God. you're just shooting just to shoot. But sometimes you got to hit that half court shot. And it's oh, like, man. it's worth it. It's worth it. It's totally worth it. So but I'm yeah, I saw that play. you guys got all your, your uh, equipment done. Yeah. If you guys can come, come. Please come. They're one of my yeah. favorite bands, honestly. American Barbershop, 8 p.m. It's in a barbershop. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Yeah. I'm going to try to be there. I'm going to be in LA anyway. I got stuff to do, so. Might as well. Might as well. Stop on by. Uh, Fuck, man. So Spare Parts, they they did that one last year. Is it once a year where they do this? I don't know. It it wasn't that long ago. A few months. But um, yeah, they did it. And yeah, it just looks like so much fun. Yeah, yeah. I saw the pictures from it too. It gets it gets packed in there. Yeah, so it's gonna be wild. Should be, should be. It's gonna get loud, dude. I, I was thinking of something. What? What? Uh, I'm so mad at myself because I was trying to think of something that we both did together recently. Oh, the wrestling thing at the oh, hi hat, dude. Shout How out hilarious to Brit. was that? Shout out to Brit Witt. Thank you so much at uh, the hi hat. That she was so fucking fun got us on the guest list it was i was so excited for it that we got more people to come yeah we're like so I'm what glad it was we did too because they were loving it yeah the suburban wrestling it's like suburban fighting suburban fight fights, yeah suburban fights or something so basically it was like the hi-hat this venue in la they did a no ring no rules so good wrestling event so like they would start in one area and the wrestlers would wrestle like fighting and they would in the pit like the just like the general pit area they would start there and then they would like drag each other across the bar throw each other like into the walls they got up on the dj booth and like back flipped off of it oh god you know what's funny like i was expecting it to be fun and Uh like wild but i did not expect it to be that fun Where you literally, because at first we're like, all right, yeah, let's let's stand back here. We'll, yeah. We got to get shot from here. And it's like the second they started moving, you're like, let's okay, go. Okay, we got to go now. Like, yeah, it's what, so sick. What gets you to do that? You know what I mean? Like you, at a show, you're, you're usually up front watching a band or whatever. Yeah. Or even if you're watching like wrestling, whatever, in a ring, you're just standing there. But these dudes were literally going everywhere. Yeah. And for you to be able to be like they right up against it. They literally slid each other across the whole bar. Oh, man. Like it was in. It was intense. It was cool. And um, there it wasn't just dudes. They had the girls. It was yeah. Tuna versus... Tuna, uh, I forget the other girl's name. It was something like... Casey like or something. PJ or, or P... Yeah. yeah, something. PK. PK, yeah. I think it was PK. And uh, so Tuna, um, this, was, this was the highlight for me Dude, because I was right there. The clip you're about... What you're about to tell me, did you know they put that on Worldstar? Is it Tess's video? I, no, I don't think so. I saw, I don't think so. Um, but there's a video on that on World Star. It was on uh, uh, TMZ as well. 
Oh, really? They talk about it, yeah, yeah. on TMZ. Dude, this so, shit's getting like all kinds of fucking hits. <laughs> and we man. were like right there. We were right. Th- I was all looking for myself. I was like, <laughs> but um, basically, this girl Tuna is fighting PK or somebody, and uh, not only does PK scream out "punt cunt" or no wait, <laughs> "cunt pun," and then kick Tuna in the vagina. Oh, that was um, epic, and it was loud. She did that, but then later on in the fight, she's got her dazed. Yeah, she's got her dazed. She's knocked. She's got, Tuna's knocked out on this chair. And you're like, oh what? <laughs> and then the other person fighting Tuna goes, oh yeah, Tuna. How about some of this Tuna? And she reaches inside of her undergarments and pulls out a bloody tampon and. Let me just, okay, I know some people are like, wrestling's fake. I, I'm assuming, obviously, this is not her actual tampon. It's just like a prop. Mm-hmm. But when you were standing three feet behind her, two seconds after she pulled it out, it smelled like the worst vagina sweat. And everybody just went like, oh, <laughs> like, oh. And she goes up to Tuna, who is still incapacitated. Wait, that's not the fucking word. She's just dazed. She's dazed. We're going to go with dazed. Yeah. And she goes, here's some fucking tuna. And she shoves the tampon in her mouth. And everybody's uh, like, Wah! It's the finishing move. I, I love it because in the video that Tess took, there's this girl who's behind tuna who's watching this happen. And she's all, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's like all about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that was so fun. Britt, I know you probably had a great time in Yosemite, but. God, was that fun, and you missed out. I'm definitely going back to the hi-hat, man. For sure. And especially when they've got that, I'm going. For sure. You can't miss it. I'm yeah, surprised it a, that thing wasn't like... I've never experienced anything like that before. It was the right amount of gimmicky, the right amount of... Look, when they would like punch each other in the yeah. chest or the shoulder, that those shit little, sounded... Those like backhands. They would they backhand. They backhands. They were like back forearms. forearms. <laughs> to the chest. It hurt. Ugh. It was loud. We I remember the first one that they did. We all went, yeah, ooh. like, mm. oh shit, that was that and was he, intense. And then homie straight up like power bombed him off the stage. Power bomb through. is that the move? I think that's the is that what it's called? Move. Is right. that when you like you you flip them up? You flip them up and then you throw them down. It's like you're eating his dick, right? Yeah, like so his you, legs are basically like you kind of just grab him, bring him up. And, and then slam him, and he slammed him onto a table. He was a table, on, he yeah. was on top of his stage, stage, which was like, like three feet, like three and a half feet, three and a half. Let's go three and a half. <laughs> and he threw him onto this table to the ground. Remember that so dude good. at the very end of the night was walking out with that piece of table, oh, yeah. broken, and he asked the guy to sign it. It's <laughs> like, can you sign this piece Die of broken hard. table, dude? Die hard. There were people that were all about it. They yeah. like had the t-shirts had and stuff. And, and I was like, you got to respect them, man. They're doing the same thing we are. You know what I mean? Performers. They got a craft. They're working at it and they're selling shit. I was. They need to get paid. I was surprised. I wonder how much they actually get paid. That's what I was thinking. I was like, because that's a lot of like damage to your body. I w- look. Okay. If I was going to do that, like if I was the opener, because they, they were new at it. The openers were like, obviously. Mm-hmm. The beginner wrestlers, even they took some spills. I would say I would do that because they fought for what 20, 25 minutes max. Not even that. Twelve. 
Like probably like 15 minutes, yeah. Okay, 15 minutes. 10, 15, yeah. I would do that for 100 bucks. I mean, I would too, but I, <laughs> I think they're probably going to want more. Really? Yeah. I mean, well, I don't know. I don't know how amateur it is, but... That was Panda versus... No, that was... Jungle Boy was in it. The Jungle Boy one. was the second one. That was the metalhead. Yeah, Jungle. I wanted Jungle Boy to win. Came out with that Maiden shirt, but he didn't. Yeah, the yep. other guy was the other guy was like the Beach Boy with like yeah. the fucking Yeezys on or whatever. <laughs> I like how um, when Jungle Boy came out down the stairs, not only did he come out with an Iron Maiden shirt on, he threw the door open and then went, and like a cloud of smoke came out, and he's just like walking down the stairs, like you know, all hard as uh, shit. Yeah, that was uh, good. It was so stupid. I'm, you know, what's funny? I'm glad that I brought um, Tess's brother because I had told him about it, and he, I was like, it's gonna be wild, and he goes, oh, like, oh, that sounds cool. And I'm like, do you want to go? And he's, let me, let me, I love this dude a lot, but he invites me over like weekly for a game night mm-hmm. where we play board games, like tactical skill board games. So that's his thrill. And he was like, I want to go to this. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, dude. It's Doesn't know what he's in for. But at the same time, he's really into like cinema, film. Like he loves Radiohead, lots of like cool stuff. So he's not a square. I'm just saying like it was awesome for me to bring him there because it's like this is the stupid shit we get to do. Why not go to a place where mm. people beat each other up for fun? And yeah. it's all in like... Good fun. I mean, that's the same reason I had to have uh, my homie Daniel come. Daniel, because he's Daniel's like down, di- he loves OG wrestling and like Randy Savage, all that old school shit. He's about it. Like, who were the? I always liked. So my cousin Robert was into it. Who was the like twins? The twin dudes that would like they were like short Mexican dudes or something, and they would like flip and spin each other. Mm been a long time doesn't matter it doesn't matter but i always liked uh i don't know why but i always liked undertaker oh the undertaker was sick because when he would come out in a coffin and then just sit up like he i mean everything he did was just super like just metal yeah just so metal i mean plus you gotta love stone cold yeah oh fuck who doesn't love stone cold steve austin dude the most savage dude i like that one where he's like it's so stupid. They're like hanging out together, drinking beers, and they're like, you know, they got a six pack, and then all of a sudden he just flips a switch and he like hits them with a six pack. It's like, this is so stupid, but it's Dude, so it was great. Wild. Mankind was cool. But I loved that they would, the difference between like pro wrestling is like they will, re, they'll bleed. They're like, they're going to bleed. They're like yeah. boxers. They're going to take they a know. beating. Well, they know what they're doing. They got the little cuts they do and everything. Dude, but when they jump, from the top of the cage down to the bottom still, dude. That's that's, that's skill. Intense. That's skill. They jump on each other. Yeah, that's wild. And you just gotta risk like breaking a rib. Would you do that or, for a hundred bucks? Dude, five hundred. <laughs> I would I thought you were gonna say five bucks. <laughs> Shit, dude. No. But Pay me these, for some pain. There's these madmen like Steve O. And Johnny Knoxville. That clip of Johnny Knoxville where he's smoking a cigarette with a blindfold on and he's like... And he gets hit by the bull. Gets hit by a bull. A wild uh, You have animal. no idea. Like, he has no idea how much like, pain or... He had no idea if the bull was going to hit him square with the horn. Yeah, you can he's get lucky. stabbed. Like, ooh. Some 
All right, you beautiful pieces of shit. That just about does it for this episode of the Psychic Wave podcast with Mike Maldonado. I faded it out there because uh, during the live stream, the camera died at the very end. And uh, that was another issue that I didn't know that I had. And uh, it has since been resolved. (laughs) But like I said, I think this was my third or second live, third live stream. So I'm, you know, I'm figuring it out as I go. That issue has been solved. Um, The best thing I can do for you guys is be honest and keep trying to make it better. And that's what I'm doing. So uh, I apologize for that. But hey, it's not an issue anymore. (laughs) So like I said, my throat still really hurts from that allergic reaction I had. Um, Just thanks to Mike for coming on. If you want to support the podcast, you can buy a Psychic Wave t-shirt online at thepsychicwave.com. Follow us on Instagram at thepsychicwave. You can follow my personal account to see all the shenanigans I get up to. Uh, That is at Andrew Sanishin. Sanishin is spelled S-A-N-Y-S-H-Y-N. And please subscribe to our YouTube channel to get uh, live updates when we're going to uh, be doing a live stream. You'll get a notification on your phone if you hit that little bell icon when you're uh, subscribed to us and on YouTube, and it'll pop up and say, hey, Psychic Wave is going live, bitch. Probably won't call you a bitch, but in the future, if you're mean to AI, it just might. So, (laughs) yeah, I'm uh, going live tonight. It is Thursday, and uh, I'm going live with my friend Tiff. And uh, that'll be about 8 o'clock, so stay tuned for that. And uh, hope you guys have a great day. See ya.